I'm telling you, God has been good today. God's been good to me today. Uh, have your Bibles turn to Isaiah chapter 45 this morning, this evening, no morning. Goodness grief, I'm trying to rush this week out of here. <laughs> trying to get this week over here, yeah. 45. I'm going to read some verses out of Isaiah 45, then I'm going to read some other verses, but I don't, you don't need to turn there, but kind of ties them in all together. All my life, God has been faithful. God has been faithful. You know, God just didn't show up in the world. He is the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end. And He's everything in between that too. In the book of Job, all His friends have made accusations on why He was going through what He was going through. And even, uh, even in Job's day, people didn't know what they were talking about. Nothing about, uh, Job made this statement, Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this? He, he, he's saying, Job said, Who knows that God's hand is in this going on? Even though he didn't know what was going on, then, Job said in chapter 12, verse 22, He discovereth the deep things of the darkness and bringeth out the light, the shadow of death. I looked that word up, he discovered deep things. That doesn't mean that God sees something that he's never seen before. That word discovered means he reveals. He reveals. God reveals things in these dark places and dark times that we're living in. Isaiah 45, verse number 1. Thus said the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden to subdue nations before him, and I will loosen the loins of the king, kings to open before him the two uh, leaving gates, and the gates shall not be shut. And I will go before thee, and I will make the crooked places straight, and I will break the pieces of the gate of brass, and cut in the sun of the bars of iron. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness, hidden riches, and secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which call thee by the name, I am the Lord, I am the God of Israel. For Jacob my servant spake, sake, and Israel's mine elect, I have even called thee by thy name, I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. Let us pray. Father, we just come before you, Lord. Thank you for your mercy and grace and love. Father, we just ask you to touch hearts. Help us to be what we need to be, Father, and we just praise you for what you do in Jesus' name. Psalms 95, 5. O oh Lord, how great are thy works! And thy thoughts are very deep. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul is, is writing through the church of Corinth. And he was responding about the phrase that he has said, uh, these things which God hath prepared for them that love him. And he said in verse number 10 of chapter 2, But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, Yea, even the deep things of God. When he said all things, uh, you know what that means in Greek? It means all things. Yeah. It simply means all things. And one writer said God uh, wraps the, the deep things in dark places and that, he, that, that his, my, my thoughts 
is that I can't reach. But the thought tonight is Isaiah 45 is those dark places that God is there. We could talk about verse number one where we read here, God's sovereignty choice. He said in verse one, thus said the Lord to the anointed, to his anointed, which is Cyrus. The best that I can find out, there is not another Gentile that God has called anointed one. That God has his hand on. You can read in Ezra where God, how God moved in the heart of Cyrus and he had God choosed him and God used him to do a great work. Now it would not have been my choice and it probably would not have been your choice, but thank God we're not God, God is. And God takes the weak things and God takes the, the unworthy things and he makes great things out of them. I'm so glad, glad God could take us who are weak and not worthy and make great things out of us. God's will and his thoughts will always be up higher than ours. So we could talk about the sovereignty of God. We could talk about in verse 2, the general shepherd, he said, I will go before thee. Aren't you glad that God has already been in tomorrow? I don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. Uh, I don't know what this week is going to hold. Uh, but he said, I will go before thee. Uh, I'm hoping and praying that God has gone before me. That is a promise of God. That is not a maybe I might go before you. That's not a might go before you. If I feel like if God says, I will go before thee. And whatever you're facing right now, God has already solved it in the next day. Whatever you're looking at tomorrow, it may be frightening to you, but God said, I'm already there in your tomorrow. Just meet me there. Don't get upset about the situation that you're going in. Just look for tomorrow because God is there. We could talk about the general shepherd. We could talk about verse number four. He shows the great Savior's calling. For Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, my elect, I have even called thee by name. I have surnamed thee, though thou hast not known me. Cyrus did not know God. He didn't know God. Cyrus did not worship the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But yet God called him when he did not know God. I remember the night that God called me. It's like that song says, I heard a sweet voice. I got down on my knees. I got to where he was at. I called out to him. And that sweet voice, I heard that sweet voice saying, Come unto me, all you that are laboring heavy and laden. I called out the best that I could, and he came to me. That's me calling out to God, and God is calling my name. That's what God says. If you call unto me, I will give you rest. God saved your soul. God looks after you. God takes care of you. And he's still doing it even in the last days that we're living in today. I believe we're there at the last days. I believe that I see churches are starting to shut the doors, giving up hope on God. God is still God. Nobody's kicked him off the throne. God is still all powerful. Don't give up on God. Don't say, well, God can't handle this. God can't get me through that. God has brought you through everything that you've gone through up to this point. Listen, don't put God in a box. 
I, I believe that some churches try to put God in the corner and say, well, Lord, if we, if we need you, we'll call on you. But let me just say this. Church, we need God every day, every hour, every minute. I, I need God when I come to worship. I need God when I come to pray. I want God to be involved with the church. I want God to be involved with our lives. I want God to be involved with my life. He said, I call thee by name. I'm so glad that God called us. Song just sung. He knows my name. I love that song. I'm so glad that God knows my name. I'm glad that he knows where I'm at. He knows what I'm going through. He knows what I'm facing. And I'm so glad that he's already gone into tomorrow and made a way for me. We could talk about verse number four. But I, I want to look at verse number three. The secret confirmation. This is how choice deal with the how he chooses to deal with the nation of Israel, and how God deals with you and I in these last days. He's telling Cyrus the things that he's going to do for him, and Cyrus in, is in Babylon. They're overthrown, and the nation of Israel is about to be set free. There is a promise told in verse number three. He said, "I will give thee." I will give you. That means personal gift from God. God is about to give us something. Can you, can you go to night and lay your head down at night, pillow your head at night, to, and listen thoughts in your mind that when I get up tomorrow morning, God has got something for me. It, it might be gold, it might be silver, it might be wealth, it might be health, but God has got something prepared for you tomorrow morning when you get out of bed, amen. And it's that treasures that's in the dark places that God said, I've got them at. It, it may look like gloom and doom right now, but let me tell you what, God says, i got some stuff for you in that gloom and doom. It's in that dark places. It, they are not places where you and I would go. Can I say that? They're, they're not places that I, I want to go. They're not places I choose to go. I, I love living on the mountaintop. I, I ain't going to lie about it. I love being on the mountaintop. But I, I've also learned, even though I've been on the mountaintop and I felt good and God is blessed, uh, it's on the mountaintop that I seem to lose contact with God. I'm thinking everything's good in my life. Uh, I'm thinking I'm right uh, and everything's going around me right. But it's when I get down in that dark place, down in that valley, that's when God becomes so real to me. I can see Him. I can hear Him. And I can feel Him when in dark places. I love being in dark places knowing that God is there with me. He said, I will give thee. And then in verse 2, he said, he said, I will go before thee. That, he's talking about Cyrus. I'll go before thee. And in verse 4, he said, I've called thee Cyrus by name. And there's no difference of who's talking about in verse 3 and verse 4. Some believe that he's talking about the nation of Israel. I believe he's still talking to Cyrus. I'm glad God can help America. I'm glad God can help North Carolina. But I want to tell you, when I pillow my head at night, it is good to know that God can deal with me personally and with you personally. That's, that's the God that we serve tonight. 
I don't believe there's any difference in who he is talking to. You know, in your heart, you get excited thinking about the promises of God and God has something for you. You're going to get it in your mind. He said, I will give you the treasures of darkness. That word treasures means a depository. It means a bank. It means something that has been placed aside by God himself just for you. Can, can, you, can you imagine this? God has got something set aside just for you. It ain't for me, and it's not for them. It's just for you. God's got something set aside just for you. It's got your name on it. It's written on it. It can't go to anybody. It belongs to you. Amen. I, I'm so glad that God can give us things. He sets things aside, and God knows exactly when we need those things in our life. He's placed it aside. See, a lot of times when we, times these things come upon us, we think that it's the, the devil. We think the devil is doing this. We, we think the devil is causing all our heartaches and all the trouble. A lot of times we give the devil credit. The devil says, I didn't do it. He said, no, there's this. I didn't do it, but I'll take credit for it. Give it to me anyway. It's not the devil. It's the way we look at things sometimes. What we're going through, we give the devil credit for it. It was God. It may just be God revealing uh, some treasures in dark places for you. He said, I will go, I will, I, I will give thee the treasures of darkness. What a thought of God Almighty is going to give you, Cyrus. Cyrus, he's going, God's got something for you, Cyrus. He's going to give it to you. He's going to give me. He's going to give you. I, I believe he's going to give the church something. He has something set aside for each one of us. And I believe we need that in the last days that we're facing. We need something from God. And, and I, I love this. He said, I will give you treasures. Plural, don't mean one. I will give you the treasures of darkness. That word darkness, when you look it up in the Strong's Concordance, the definition is misery. Mm. Destruction. Mm. Even in times of death. Mm. Is that not where we're living at today? Is that not where we're living in misery, destruction, death? is all around us. And, and I love this. I, I kind of got to thinking about this today. Uh, sitting and talking, I thought about this. Isn't it wonderful that even in the times of sickness, in the times of health, uh, in the times of despair, in the trials we're going through, God still got something for me. I don't have to rely on myself. God said, I'll go before thee. I will be with thee. And I have called thee. Amen. Amen. I'm so glad said God says, I got a treasure for you. And, and that treasure is not when you're on a mountaintop. Amen. I will give thee the treasures of darkness, misery, destruction. Trials. He says, this treasure is set aside just for you when you get to this place right here. When you get to the place that you don't know what to do. It looks like it's doom and gloom. You don't know which way to turn. He said, Lord, I, I can't see. I can't see anything. It's so dark. I, don't, I can't feel you, God. I don't know it yet. But he said, I call thee. Thank God he has called us even in our darkness times. I've called thee. i got some treasures darkness watch what happens in misery and destruction death sorrow there are times according to Romans 8 28 I love this and everybody should know this verse for we know all things work together for good for them that love God 
to them who are the called according to his purpose. And they are hard enough times. They, each, each and every one of those uh, uh, destruction, misery, and death, and sorrow is hard enough just one by one. But when you get them all stacked on top of you, God says, I'm still working in your life. And we know without a shadow of doubt, Paul said, you don't have to, uh, have to call for a friend. He said, he said we know. There are some things that we better know beyond a shadow of doubt that we know all things. And that's all things means all things. Do you know what that means? They work together for God. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, God said it's working for His glory. We, we think that we ought to be working for our glory. We think things ought to be working for our, our things. But it's, it's all about glories of God. Giving God the glory. Giving God. I, I like the modern day religion today. They turn around and say, it, it's not how it works. They try to get God in on their own accord. They say, everything in life is going to be happy. You're not going to have any problems. You're not going to face anything. Everybody's going to be prosperous. Let me tell you what. How many Christians that love God, serve God, has gone to the graveside? That, that's not a prosperous thing. That's not a happy thing. How, how many Christians have gone through health issues, sickness, and, and all kinds of different situations? That's not, a, that's not a happy thing. That's not your best day yet. Uh, that's not every day's a Friday. That's God saying you're going to go through some trials. And if, even in that trial, in the darkness of your hour, I am still there. He's still there. The young people need to hear this. They're, they're going to need it right now, I'm telling you. You need to go on to see what you're seeing. The Lord doesn't come. They're going to see the things that some of the older people here have never seen before. These young people are going to face some circumstances that we have never crossed our mind. They're going to see some things that come by their way that we never thought would ever happen. And they need to see that God is real. Even in the dark times, even in the sad times, God is real. Because he said, I've called thee. They need to see somebody standing for God and giving God the glory. I'm so glad that God is not going to leave us to defend for ourselves. I am so glad. He said, I, I will give you the treasures of darkness that God himself will conceal these treasures. They are wrapped in a darkness. Not only did he say treasure, but he also said hidden riches. That word hidden means a secret storehouse. When God did that, he, he did in verse 2, you break into pieces the gates of brass and, and, and cut the slender slunders of the bars of, of the iron. When Cyrus and the children of Israel went there, it was estimated they found over 126,000 pounds of gold and silver. When they looked at the rubbish, they looked at it, it was nothing but rubbles. It looked like it was destroyed. It was a disaster area. But yet when they got there, God said, in the midst of all this, in the midst of everything that's going on, there's hidden treasures there. Let me just say this. Whatever you may be facing, no matter what you be going through, God says there's some hidden treasures in your darkness. 
I find that to be true because I've gone through some dark times. I've been through some dark times. I've seen some dark times. And even in those dark times, God says there's something good for you in the dark times. You say, Lord, I've been in the valley for so long. I don't see how this can be dark. How can be something great in here? But God said there's something good for you. He says, I got hidden riches for you. God said, I'll go and break the gates into pieces. And cut a son of the bars of iron. And with the question we would ask, what good can come out of this? What good can come out of what we've gone through? We look around, we see everybody, we, we've prayer requests, we've seen prayer requests. People are facing different situations, they're going through different things. It, it seems like God is nowhere around. It seems like we pray and pray and God is not answering prayers. It seems like everything's just being turned upside down. It seems like all we're doing is spinning our wheels. But let me just say this, God is still God and no is still an answer. No is still an answer, you know. We think God ought to do it our way when we ask, but no is still an answer. Amen. Don't get mad at me, get mad at God because he said no is still an answer. You may be here tonight saying, what good can come out of what I'm going through? What I'm dealing with, what I'm facing with, don't limit God. Don't limit God. God is still able to do what needs to be done. According to Job chapter 12, they had never been dis- discovered or revealed while everything was normal. Nothing, everything's going in your life is normal, but you discover it when things are not normal in your life. We know the last two years of COVID, God has shown himself to be faithful. Can I say for everybody that God has been faithful to him, God has been more faithful to you. God is still saving people he has increased finances. He is physically and spiritually. God is still God. God has shown himself faithful even in the midst of this COVID. And let me just say this. Can I say this off record if you want to be off record? I'm ashamed of some churches just shutting the doors and cause the government said, hey, you can't come together. You can't worship. Let me just say this. God has to tell me not to come. God has to tell me I can't worship. And God is never going to tell you not to worship him. God is never going to tell you shut the door. God said it's good for me to be at the house of God. I'd rather be the doorkeeper at the house of God than be sitting at home doing nothing. See, we've gotten too used to Zoom. <laughs> too used to Zoom. I'll just Zoom it. Put it out on the Internet. I, I, we have different views on the Internet. We have different views on Facebook. Some good, some negative. And let me just say, if it's bringing the glory of God up, it's good. But if it's bringing the glory of the devil up, it's bad. Amen. But we've gotten so used to it. We've gotten so used to it, we just shut the doors. And churches not, like I said, we come by churches tonight and the doors are closed. Nobody's in the church. And I don't understand. God is still God. And it's in those dark places God says, I've got hidden treasures for you. I, I love that. I, I, I just can't give up. When you lay your head down tonight, you know that God has got something for you tomorrow. You say, well, I, I don't know what God can do. I'm facing this. I'm facing that. I'm facing this situation. But let me just say, just go to lay your head in the bed, pedal of the night and say, Lord, I know that you are gone tomorrow for me. You prepared a way. I, I'm just going to trust in you, and I'll see you there tomorrow. 
God said, I got a treasure for you there. David has said, Psalms 119.71, it is good for me, get this, David said, it is good for me that I have been afflicted. Now how in the world can he say that? How can a man say, it has been good for me to be afflicted? Let me just say that, let me just give me a little clarification the way I look at that. David is saying, hey, I didn't know God was really God until I was afflicted. I, I didn't know God was so powerful until I was afflicted. I didn't know God was able to do the things God was able to do until I was afflicted. I didn't know God could bring me through the things I bring, went through because I was afflicted. God says, even when I've been afflicted, I've seen God more clearly. And he said, said it was good for me that I've been afflicted. Why? That I might learn thy statutes. God says, hey, you want to get a hold of me? You got to get in this word right here. You learn more about God in these secret places than you ever learn about on the mountaintop. These dark places, God reveals himself. It's not always on that mountaintop that God reveals himself, but I'm glad there's a mountaintop. But I'll tell you, Time after time, he dwells in those dark hills. It's there when I find God to be closer to me than I've ever thought. I get on the mountaintop, I lose the connection with God, but down in that valley, down in that darkness, I feel the presence of God. God calls us into those dark places that he can get a hold of us and to show you that he is God, he's still God. He's still powerful. And he shows us that he's got some treasures for us in that dark places. He said in verse number three, that thou mayest know. He wanted the nation of Israel to know that he is the God of Israel. And I believe in the last days that God is wanting us to know that he is still God. He is still God and he's still on the throne. He's bigger than he, any situation you may be going through. He's bigger than any trial, bigger than any sickness, bigger than any ruins and devastation or anything that you're going through. He's bigger than that. But sometimes we get into dark places. He's out of our mind and we get a little cloudy. We can't see clearly. And sometimes that dark spiritually that you don't know what you're going through, what you're facing. Just listen for the God. Just listen. When you can't feel him and you can't see him, just listen. That I, that know that I am the Lord which called thee. Sometimes, let me say this, sometimes it will take a devastating storm to come into our lives to bring us to the hidden treasures that God has already prepared you for. Sometimes it's going to take you, I don't want that, I don't want to go through that, I don't want to face that. But sometimes it's going to take God to get you to that storm. God's calling you into that storm because he's got something great for you in that storm. I thank God for that. So whatever you're going through, whatever you're facing, whatever you think, just don't, don't give up on God. God is still God. He is still in control. He is still the man with the plan. Amen. So don't give up on him. Whatever you face and whatever you're doing, just God says, I'm still God. Amen. Let's bow.